starting the podcast is what we're doing right now. All right. That's a new one. <laughs> so that's how we that song that Josh just sang for you guys is how that's a song that he wrote. Well, no, that's a tune that he wrote. He changed the lyrics, right. especially for that moment. Right. But when we test our microphones, that is the tune that we sing before we get that's started. The song we sing. And yeah. You want to sing the original? You want to sing the OG, Josh? I do. All right. Here, here's how the original song goes. Testing my microphone is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> and that right? somehow yeah. never gets old. We do it every single yeah. time. It's a nice little exercise. It's a nice little voice exercise. It tests your levels. You get to see the sound waves moving yep. in the thing. It's official. Hey, everybody. This is Here's the Thing the podcast where we tell you the thing about a thing my name is josh and on the other end of the line i got tyler freaking may wearing his minnesota vikings hat yeah and dude. his little Look his little this. owl microphone cover got my Vikings with his vikings cup vikings cup vikings you're very hat. sports today man do you know why i mean i've always been a vikings fan hardcore but do you know why i'm so just do you know do you know why is it because of Chad? Mm. No, not why I'm a Vikings fan. That's a whole other thing. Oh. I have family why in Minnesota. Why you're so into I, Vikings today? Why right now in this moment today? I, is the game on? No, the game's not on. The game has already gone Did off. Did the game just end? I know we usually don't leave a timestamp of when we're recording, but it, it's Sunday. <laughs> okay, guys? No, the game is the game is uh, well gone off. Oh. The Packers. Then, are, no, I don't know the why. Packers are playing right now. Okay. Uh. The Vikings right now are the only team in the NFL that's undefeated. Oh, right on. Yeah, man. Congrats to the Vikings. Thank you from all of us. Um, What's the, is it 3-0? It's 6-0. So, wow. It may I be, was way off. It may be 5-0. I took a stab. It's not 6-0. It's 5-0. We beat the Texans today to go 5-0. Um, gotcha. Okay. We beat the Carolina Panthers. We beat the Packers, the Titans, the Texans. Uh, I'm sure there was another one. But anyways, um, so we have a bye week next week. Going into week seven, we will still be the only undefeated team in the NFL going into week right number seven. And the Bears lost today. It, they they do that. <laughs> I mean, it's the NFC North, uh, do, so you're not big on the whole sports thing. Do you know what the, no. the NFC North, do you know what that consists of? I know of? what the divisions are, yeah. Do you know what teams are in, in the NFC North? I mean, if you gave me a while to think about it, I you've got probably... all right. You've got four teams. So think about the Bears' biggest competitors. Like, there's a reason that they're rivals. This isn't. The I'm Packers. not belittling you. There's a lot of guys that don't. There's a lot of people in general that don't. They love sports but don't understand the divisions. Like, I don't really know the breakdown on like baseball or the the, the Packers. Packers are one. The Lions. The Lions are the second. There's one more. And the Vikings. Did I hear? No. Did I hear CC in the background giving you some? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yes, the Vikings. I mean, it makes sense. It's all it's all in the same area. Absolutely. So uh, we are huge rivals to the Packers, obviously. Um, but it's really whoever's doing best in the division are the biggest rivals that year. So like right now, the Packers and the Vikings are the the Packers just wrapped up this game against the Giants and they won. So uh, so right now, it's the Packers and the Vikings are going to duke it out. While the Lions and right. the Bears are just trying to like win a wild card spot, right? 
<clears throat> there are some listeners, I'm sure, who are like, oh, that's interesting to know. I never... Yeah, they're into it. it. Yeah. And there's some who, who turned it off as soon I'm, as we started I'm off one of the only guys who's not into this. Um, no, no. I know some really awesome dudes who think that sports are dumb. Like, all sports are dumb. The premise I don't, of sports. I don't think they're dumb. I like playing them, and I understand why people enjoy watching mm-hmm. them. I don't mind taking a game in from time to time. Sure. Um, but I usually feel like I would like to do something else more <laughs> than I would like to watch a game. Yeah. That's how I usually Yeah, play. I mean, that's I, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm not a normal – I don't have ESPN rolling 24-7, but I definitely do enjoy my – I like to stay up to date. I'm – just in case anybody's wondering, I'm in the middle – of a 1950s automobile show. <laughs> um, that was so loud, whatever that was. So just ignore that <laughs> because somebody just was like, hey, this is what my car sounds like. <laughs> they do that from time to time at car shows. Don't you live right off of Lake I'm not really. Don't you live right off of Lakeshore? I, right now, I am. No, no, no. Well, yeah, actually, we are uh, right off of Lakeshore right now. Well, it's um, at the moment. Yeah, like, you're re- you're re- but I, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> windows are open. I wasn't even going to mention this on the podcast, but I, I the, wanted, the I wanted AC to mention in it. Cecilia's building is off. Yeah. They turn it off at a certain point in the season. We've had some 60 degree days, and so they're like, okay, no more AC. But, like, she lives on the 18th floor. It gets warm up here. Yeah, that's pretty harsh, man. And, yeah, so then that in order to seems- keep it cool. That seems there's you have to have the windows there's open. There's a very cheap person that owns that building. Probably. Now it's so, it seems efficient to a degree, <clears throat> but I feel like then it's not because you, when you're that many floors up, it's just gonna always be yeah. hot. I get angry every every of the times. Yeah, that they do it anyway. So um, that's what's happening. So the windows are open. So sounds that would normally not sound so loud sound really loud mm. so i apologize in advance mm. no that's cool man. Um, i think it adds character to the to the uh, audio. what if um you got those floors done yet what you've been doing this week i don't got them done yet man they're real that they, oh, you know it's, it's real tough cutting around the doorways and it's the, a big job it's i sure i sure got in over my head on this one but i'm enjoying it i'm learning things it looks good it's just time consuming and i will be happy when it's done Faux show. I, I feel you there. Faux show uh, with the flows. The flow. Floor. The floors. I tried to okay. do something cool. I didn't I didn't I, I didn't do something cool. I did something dumb. How's how are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Um what did I do this week? <sighs> I worked. Mm. Um like a friggin' man. I've been trying to get better. I still have a little bit of sickness happening. Oh, okay. I didn't know. What, um, I thought you meant. I didn't know if you meant like in general in life. At like yeah, you know, I've just been I'm trying just, to to be a better person. Man, I've been trying, trying to get, get better. I'm just trying to get better at every um, at life. You know, like everybody should. You know, just try to get better. Mm. So I'm trying to get better. Uh, what else? Not. I mean, huh? Oh, CC's talking to him. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, she reminded me. I went and spent a million dollars on my car. Oh, yesterday. man. I was not happy, man. So here's what happened. Cecilia and I have been planning on getting our oils changed 
And so we both bought Groupon. We were going to go get that our oil. That was a fun plural. plural. <laughs> <laughs> our oils changed. I've never heard that. That sounded plural so weird. My entire I life. shouldn't have said it like that. <laughs> we, I should have just said we were planning on getting our oil changed. <laughs> People would have understood what I was saying. I made it weird. Probably more. Sorry. More so. I enjoyed it. So we bought Groupons yeah. to get our oil changed. Um, mine in my car, hers in her car. And my car has also been like doing the squeaky brake thing. Mm. So I'm like, Oh, it's time for get time for get time <laughs> to get new brakes. And since my parents moved now, um, I don't have a nice residence with a driveway to change my brakes in. Uh. So I'm like, well, I'd, I'm going to have to have somebody change my brakes for me. So we take it in and I'm like, I need a conventional oil change. Can you also check my front brakes? I think they need, replaced can you pause for just so where absolutely where did you go because i want to see if sears auto center okay can i that was where we make a prediction and then you tell me of how close i am absolutely okay they took a look at it they said Mm -hmm. your brakes are so Mm -hmm. worn down that you've torn into the rotors we need to replace your brakes and your rotors and it cost you a ton of money because of that you are correct ah you're halfway there oh really that's not even it because yeah. I, so, I found I did that a couple times. I learned the hard way. <laughs> like if you don't change your brakes, which I I probably am past that point on my car now. I wear them slam, super fast. I wear them slam out. But yeah, if you don't do it, you go past that little needle and you start tearing into your rotors. It's yep. a lot more expensive of a repair than a yes, couple brake pads. Okay, continue. So here's here's the thing. I've never paid somebody to to change my brakes. Oh yeah, I've always done it myself. It's a lot cheaper. It is. It's not super hard. Back brakes are much more difficult which is what this ended up being i was hoping praying thinking it was the front brakes no it's not it's the back brakes and so he called me like we dropped our cars off and we were like walking around the mall and he called me he's like hey can you come back over so i can talk to you about the car and i'm like well i don't think this is great (laughs) so he showed me like the back rotors yeah and he's like these things are metal on metal okay you know like like the rotors were all so halfway there meant that you it was the back brakes you went four for four on the brakes and no 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 the front brakes were fine oh front it was just the back brakes but still yeah but the back brakes are a lot more expensive sure to the the labor is more expensive the brakes themselves are more expensive oh man plus the rotors so i ended up spending a ton of money on that on top of the oil change that i went there for in the first place sure so we did real adult stuff this weekend yeah that's good, man. Is cars the whole are, point of cars, that. Cars are pricey. I heard a yeah. uh, I heard a pretty cool thing on the radio this week about uh, riding bikes and why riding bikes all the benefits. Which I know, and we always riding bikes is great. But something really practical was if you get like into a habit of riding your bike to like depending on where you live. Obviously, I mean, I'm yeah. you know that's not for the the masses. But there are a couple places near me where I think it's a pride thing. Like, I don't want to be a guy on a bike. But the reality is, like, it's great exercise if you're safe about it. Um, you, uh, It's just a lot of benefits. You save a ton of money on gas. And you save yeah. time a lot of times uh, if you're in, like, the city. Because it's actually quicker yeah. to travel on a bike than it is. I will there. say... I hate bikers in the city, though. Yeah, they're the worst. That's why I said you got to junk your pride because you got to get I've on that thing. Almost you know, gotten in so many accidents. You have to know that you're hated when you hop on the old banana seat. Yeah, but I, I actually, I've contemplated it. The thing is, I don't own a bike. Mm. Craigslist, man. So. I got a good one last year. 
We yeah. might have covered that. I don't know if we were podcasting or not when I got a Actually, uh, I don't think we – we talked about it. I don't think it was on the podcast, though. Mm. But I've, I have thought about it. Like, a couple days ago, um, I was getting done with work, and I was headed to Cecilia's place. And a drive that usually takes me about 15 minutes, it's not far at all, um, took me over an hour. Mm, yeah. Uh, because of like they're setting up for like the marathon was this weekend something else and the president was in town this weekend okay and the cubs playoff game wow gosh man it was the perfect storm i just would not want to be near that place during busy i mean it's already crazy but when you have events and i wasn't even on i wasn't even on michigan i was on like some of the they're still big streets, but like some of the side streets. I remember I lived up and there when still they were filming took me an that hour. Transformers movie. You remember that? Oh yeah. And like yep. it was so freaking just it was crazy for like a couple weeks. Yeah. When they were shooting that, it was ridiculous. Um. So yeah, I mean that's a practical uh, application for biking, I guess. But all that to say that that article, what you said, kind of resonated with me because it was like, oh, commuters spend this much money because. Uh, yeah. but that's, they're not super connected, but that was fun. All right. Let's talk about yeah. some stuff, man. Are we good? Did we cover our week? I, full? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. We can jump into it. I do have a couple of cool things I want to do this week. First of all, um, I have some things written down. What? We don't do that. That's my paper. Uh, yeah, dude. I prepared, man. I'm freaking prepared this week. Um, first of all, I, I want to talk about, I want to go two podcasts back because I, I, Said that I would do some things, and then we didn't even talk about them. Oh, it's going to be habits. I said that I was going to read something. Awesome. And I said that I was going to eat while blindfolded. You did. I did read something. I did not blind my, blindfold myself while eating. Oh, So man. I'm oh. going to renew that vow, and I'm going to do that this week. I think you should up the ante. Well, okay. I think you should... You're going to hate me for saying this. I think you should post a video. Just a small, like a oh. clip, not the entire meal. But I think you should post you a know video what? of you in I'm going to write it down. In the process. I'm going to write it down. I have my pen here still. Blindfolded eating. I burped. I don't know if you heard it. <laughs> to Facebook. Okay. Is that fair? Right. I mean, I didn't make any commitments, so this is very one-sided. But it is fair. It is fair. I, I said like I would, I would do enjoy it. seeing it, and uh, our listeners should get the same. Uh, we need experience. we need to post pictures of your floors too. Yeah, you know, I listened back like, to our podcast. Like progress post. <laughs> I listened back to our podcast very recently from last week, and I was like, I I said we should post a picture, and then I did nothing about it. We're, <laughs> we're so ADD. We promise. I know. <laughs> like don't. as soon as we're done really? podcasting, I go chase the squirrel. I, yeah. Um. I did. I did read some things this week. Um, one of the things that I read uh, is not going to be for everybody, but if you want to check it out, I think it's a good read. It's a very short read. It's a book called "How Good Is Good Enough" by Andy Stanley. Um, he is a Christian pastor, so just a heads up if you're not into that kind of thing, that book is probably not going to be uh, <laughs> your cup of tea. Um, but I thought it was very interesting. Um, it was a good read. Um, I think. It's palatable for even somebody that doesn't attend church regularly or doesn't even necessarily buy into that whole thing. Um, I I won't even try to convince it. Like it's a very short read. I I think it's worth anybody's time 
Um, but just a heads up, he is a Christian pastor. Just in case you're not into the whole church thing, that's fine. Um, I did some other like online reading um, this past week, which is going to tie into what I want to talk about this week. Awesome. Um, so I'll get to that in a second. Um, I do have uh, two other things. I have a, a thing <laughs> that I want to do. I was going through some boxes because my parents moved on Friday. Um, they finally packed the last stuff up and moved back to New Jersey. Um, and so I was clearing out boxes and I found some stuff in a box and I found a poem I wrote in college, um, as an assignment. And I, it's, to me, it's hilarious. I don't know if our listeners are going to think it's hilarious. Cool, man. So I have that. You're going to read that like right now for me and the listeners at the same time all together, one big group. So I was going to ask if I should do it at the beginning or the end of the podcast. Um, but I do have the poem. And also the review of the week. I was going to read one of our ah, listeners' reviews. Yeah, that's right. Because we great. talked about doing that. We too. did. Yeah, that's awesome. So should I do one here at the beginning and one at the end? I think. You and should which do, one should I do? I think you should do the review of the week right now, and I think you should close because let's be honest. Let's just put it out there: scrubbing is an option. Well, that's true. You know, you put your finger on the dot and you scroll all the way to the end. So it's not like the old days, like a radio show where you're like, don't go away. We got this coming right up after the very end of the podcast. So that's true. But I do think for the sake of um, you, you got to split them up. I think you do the review now. And I think at the end, we wrap things up with that epic poem that I'm already super excited to hear. All right. Very cool. Um, I was I was really excited to have found it. I've looked for this poem several times, and I thought it was like on a computer, um, and it was long gone. I forgot that I had written it out. What? Um, by hand, uh, and I found it, and I'm very happy about cool. it. Cool. So, I'm excited. All right, review of the week. Um, I'm gonna let you choose. Okay. Subject line of one is Snuggies, S N O O G I E S. The subject of the other one is learn some stuff. Um, man, I don't know that I've read these. Uh, let's go. I mean, learn some stuff seems like the more mature option. All right, let's go with that one. Um, man, Snuggies sounds so intriguing though. Let's go with learn some stuff. I'm gonna save Snuggie. Right. Is Snuggies gonna be an option in the future? <laughs> yes. Okay, then let's go with learn some stuff. And. It's um, serendipitous because it was left by a user named Vikings Rule. Oh, fantastic. So here you go. Um, Five stars. And the review goes as follows. Do you like learning stuff? If you do, this podcast is for you. Every week you listen, you will learn something about a thing that you didn't know before listening. So become a better you and listen to Here's the Thing podcast. Wow. That's, that's very kind. That sounds like we wrote it, and I want to just promise, <laughs> because I'm a Vikings fan, <laughs> I want to promise our listeners, if you read that, I did not. That's I awesome. did not either. Awesome. Well, thank you um, for your but thank you. kind words and learn some stuff. Thank you, Vikings Rule, uh, for your kind review. Oh, yeah, Vikings um, Rule. Learn some stuff is a subject out there. If, if you want to hear your review right on the podcast, you should leave one. Search Here's the Thing podcast on iTunes, leave a review, well, and we'll read it. Yeah, because we'll get to – if we start doing this weekly, we're going to get – We'll get to all of them. We're going to get to all of them, yeah. So yeah. you can put it out there. You could – listen, you could leave whatever kind of review you want. Obviously, we want a five-star review, 
But you could just follow your conscience. Yeah. Do what you want. We're, we we welcome hate it. mail. Well, yeah, we'll read it. We'll yeah, read it. We still we fine. we stand by our 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 you know. Um, so if you uh, if you leave a review, and um, you ask us to read it on the podcast in the review, then we'll probably read it even sooner. Probably. Yep. I don't know why I went into. That. I was just thinking like I was trying to think ahead. Like, what if somebody <laughs> was like, "Well, you read this this next week." I probably would honor that. Like, I think that's commendable. The answer is yes. But at the same time, I don't want that to be the only motive. Like, if you don't enjoy the podcast, you can say what you want to say, and then and then you can still – we'll, we'll, Right. Uh, okay. That's cool, man. No matter what the review is, we're going to read it. We're going to read the – yeah. Okay. That's yeah. fair. If you're still listening um, to this, okay. like, if you're, if you're going to rate it like a one star and just completely slam the podcast – um, which again, you can do it, but if you're listening to multiple episodes, why are you doing that to yourself? Like, there's gotta be something, a better fit right. for you. We love that you're right. here though. So please don't go. In other words, <laughs> Tyler is telling you to get out. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you don't, <laughs> no, you can stay. It's you fine. can stay. It's fine. Yeah. And just don't talk, but you can I, talk. You can leave a review. Don't leave a review. I do want to say, um, <laughs> this is so much preliminary stuff and, and we got things we want to talk about, but, uh, last week we talked about quote-unquote bad words mm. um that was fun i got a lot of good feedback i've had i, I had a lot of people say they like that one i thought i was going to get feedback on that one and i didn't get any well i didn't get any so, social feedback i got a lot of person like my friends and family that i didn't listen. get even any personal feedback oh so maybe it was just awkward for, um, for in our circles maybe people were like yeah swearing maybe but little... i i welcome that conversation so sure. If you do have opinions about last week's yeah, podcast, yeah, talk to us about swearing. I honestly welcome that conversation. I, like I said on the podcast last week, if you feel like we're missing something or if you feel like we're wrong, I, I honestly, like all jokes aside, I honestly welcome anybody to speak up. I'm totally willing to have that conversation. Sure, we talk um, about uh, Keith. Uh, well, totally I, sh- I sent you that. I, sh- I sh- told you about Keith. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know, when you're a faithful listener and you like to talk about what we talk about every week, it just makes us really happy. And we've got one yeah. guy who does just that, and we always bring his name up. But I, uh, I, he was texting me this week about the swearing podcast and giving me his feedback and his opinion on it. And that's why we love to do what we do, because when you interact and you let us know, you know, what your thoughts are, whether it's agree or disagree, that's okay, because Josh and I right. don't always agree. Um and we're a lot of times we're really polite about it and like passive aggressive almost. But you know, like we don't always we don't always see eye to eye. But that's okay. As speaking of, yeah. let me go off real quick. Uh, Josh and Chuck. Here's the thing. Oh yeah, not sponsored. Yeah. But that's a podcast that Josh and I both enjoy. And if you like to learn some stuff uh, every week when you're done listening to our podcast, then if you have some extra time, you can listen to theirs. Anyways, um, they really disagreed so much this week on their podcast. And I enjoyed that, and I was thinking, you know, I need to disagree with Josh more because I am loving the controversy. It got real heated, man. Which, which episode? Uh, well, I said this week. I was actually it was an old podcast. It was because I missed a bunch oh. there for a while. Oh. Um, I think it was maybe the jellyfish episode. I do remember that, and I do remember thinking that. Yeah, yeah they they were really just not. Yeah. They were not feeling it, man. Like, but they again, they were really civil about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's it, it would be too awkward if it was like a. You know, yeah. they weren't like fist fighting on the podcast, but, um, but no, it was, uh, we should, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you you're wrong more and you should tell me I'm right more. 
All right. Well, if I think you're <laughs> right, I'll tell you. <laughs> I just I just figured out what you did as I started that sentence, and I it, it tickled me a little bit. It's, I got a little chuckle. Yeah, it's good. Um, no, all right. That's so obviously I the opposite. I just for, let me let the record show. I'm not. I'm I'm not the most humble person you'll know. ever meet. But I'm more. I know that I'm wrong probably more than Josh. I'm just we that. know that you're wrong. All it's, it's fine. Okay. You don't have to just want to make sure that. everybody understands. Um, I'm usually wrong. Okay. So I have something I want to talk about. Do you have something also? I, I have one that will take five minutes. Okay, you should start. Mine's not going to be long either, but I want to make sure that you get yours okay. in. Because we I, talked I look, about mine the well, whole time I'm last Five week. minutes. Like, uh, seriously. But I, I want to bring it up. I say five minutes, but to me, it's something that's super intriguing. But I don't know that we will be able to spend more than five minutes on it. Because All right, hit me there's not it. a whole lot to it. But maybe there is. See, I don't know. And that topic, Josh, you ready for this? I am. Deja vu. Dude. I feel like I feel like we've had this exact conversation before. We've totally had right? this exact conversation before. We've, we've I feel like I've sat here and I've said those exact words. I feel like I've said this to you before. What is happening? Yeah, and this? It's just it's the whole thing. Okay, no, really. I, Deja vu. <coughs> Is something that a lot of people like. I haven't talked about it in a while. I think when I was a kid or like a teenager, I haven't. I remember. I really, haven't talked to anybody about it in a while. I don't know that I've experienced it in a while. Actually. I experienced it very recently, which is why it was on the forefront of my brain. Okay, it was probably the first I, time I, in I two heard years. A, I heard something about it on a podcast recently. So this is it's weird that it's coming up. Oh, okay, because I it's just been on my mind. But not because I experienced it. Somebody was talking about it. Ah, cool, cool. What was your What was your situation? Um, I it's a lot like a dream, right? Like where it happens, and you're like, dude, yeah. Like it's really like an outer body surreal <laughs> moment. Um, I was driving down the road, listening to a song, two eighty eight. It's one of the roads here. Listening to a song, kind of like singing, like you know checked my phone illegally for a text message or whatever. Like, I don't remember exactly what I was doing, but everything in that moment, it's like time froze and I just completely stopped. And I was like, dude, I have been in this spot. The weather was exactly like this. The trees were blowing that way. The music sounded, this song was on at this volume. Like I remember looking at my phone and seeing a text from this person. It was a really weird one. Cause it wasn't super specific, but it was like, really it felt like i like i know for a fact like this exact moment has already happened like in in my past or in my brain or whatever and that's why i wanted to bring it up because i everybody has different theories um that it wasn't a, it wasn't my biggest one i feel like when i was for whatever reason when i was a teenager and maybe even in my early 20s, I feel like I experienced it a whole lot more. Like, I had a phase where it was happening, like, once every couple weeks. I know that when I was younger, I experienced it a lot more than I do now. I think it's been years, probably, since I've had deja vu. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean... Um, but it's... Yeah, it's, like, it's... Deja... So, like, deja vu, like, you you... It's weird, and I heard somebody describe it this way, and I was like, "Yes, that's a perfect description." It's I every I think everybody knows what deja vu is. Like, you you feel like you've lived that moment or whatever. Oh before. yeah, I probably should and have explained this, it before going. Yeah, this person was talking about it, and he was saying, um, 
when you're experiencing deja vu, it's not like you can predict the ne- like you couldn't say, okay, now this is going to happen. But when the next thing happens, you have the feeling like, oh yeah, that's exactly what was supposed to happen. Right. That was what comes next. Um, so like when you're experiencing it, it's not like you could say, okay, now this person's going to walk through the door. But when that person walks through the door, you're like, yes, that's who was supposed to walk through the door. That's exactly when that was supposed to happen. Right. Well, you know, I, I remember I living heard this a before. very similar. And it's so weird. I had this conversation. The last time I even t- brought up the words deja vu, seriously, were with our buddy Jim. He was a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And um, he was he was with me and he's like freaked out. He's like, dude, and like it was such a random situation. He was staying at my grandparents' house. I know he's a listener, so if he's uh, if he happens to hear this, then what's up, Jim? What up, Jim? Um, anyways, so uh, he was at like my grandparents' house. He was staying in town. He he was staying there because he had a nice like spare bedroom situation or guest bed, uh, guest house thing going on. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, I'm like sitting there talking to him. He's like, dude, I just totally had deja vu, and I'm like. Wait, really here? He's like, dude, like your grandparents, this house, like this conversation, you sitting there wearing that, like, I promise you, like, this is the craziest thing. And yeah, he was like super intense about it. And, uh, that was a cool one for me because like, sometimes you have deja vu or you're with someone that's like, whoa, I just totally like had deja vu. Like that happened. That's happened recently. Obviously. Like you're a lot of times you're with someone that's like, dude, I totally just had deja vu. I feel like I've been here before. Um, and, uh, so when he did that, it was such a specific situation, like specific times a thousand. It was like never happened before, never going to happen again. Like just the way that situation all had worked out. Um, and we started talking about it a little bit and it was the first time I'd really stopped and talked about it and we didn't talk about it long, but he gave a definition, his personal definition, which I thought was interesting because it's kind of supernatural and i hope that uh i don't think there's really anybody that'll be offended by it because i don't care who you are uh, this is one of those things it's it's gonna be an opinion nobody has a has a even scientist or astrologist nobody has a concrete answer on what exactly it is but what he said was you know my take on deja vu is that when you experience it it's a sign to you that Things are happening kind of like what you just said. Things are happening the way that they're supposed to. Like you are supposed to be in this moment and you had whether it's, again, whatever you believe, you know, knock your socks off. But, you know, it had all been lined up, whether it's uh, the stars aligned or, you know, God had given you this vision, this premonition, whatever. And then when you experience it, it's this is a reminder that this moment was supposed to happen. You're on the right track. You're on the right path in life. And when he said that, I That's was like, oh, my gosh. Like, so now every time I experience it, I'm like, okay, so I did things right. You know, and, and it depends on the moment. Like, if you're having a deja vu while you're at a job interview, I mean, if it's me, I'm thinking, especially based on that, it's like, okay, wow, I should definitely take this opportunity because – Apparently, I'm supposed to be here. If you're really going to jump on that bandwagon. Um, I don't know. That was one thing that really stood out to me. And uh, I am I'm I always thought that was pretty interesting. Now, every time I experience it, I think of him. That is interesting. I think of that, yeah. that take on it because it's like, you know, what if that really is exactly what that is? Because it's so – even right now talking about it, you seem like – I feel like a, a weirdo. But then when it happens – No. When it happens, it's kind of like waking up from a dream – and you tell someone about the dream, and to you, it's not weird. You're like, oh, then this happened. 
and you you describe the dream, and then after <laughs> you say it out loud, you're like, "That was freaking weird. I shouldn't have even said that. That yeah. was a weird thing. I shouldn't. That was that was a mistake." And it didn't feel that way when you dreamed it. When you woke up, it was completely normal. And then once you yeah. say it, and then a few days later, or the people you're talking to think you're a complete weirdo. That's kind of the, I think it's the exact same kind of thing. So I don't know. That's what do you think? That's 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 kind of where I'm leaning because of that conversation. I thought that was pretty intriguing, and I kind of want to believe that it. That's that's kind of along the lines of what it could mean. I don't, I don't mind that explanation for deja vu at all. Um, like I'm one of those people, and like again, people can call us weird or whatever. <laughs> um, it's a tough one. I like. I like to believe that so I like I just out of curiosity I pulled up an article um talking about deja vu and they don't exactly know what causes it they're guessing they take guesses but I'm one of those people that likes to believe that like there's just there are things that we can't explain and I like to believe that there are supernatural things and like you know like one theory I've heard is that deja vu is like a like a time slip like people live a time loop, you know, over again. And somehow that, like that little segment of time gets displaced. And so like something that we've lived before, like gets cut out of that moment and gets placed in front of us again. Oh, that's And cool. like seemingly without any, you know, consequence, it's just, it's a, like a little glitch, you know, Oh, I enjoy that. There's a whole, there's that. a whole subreddit on Reddit, um, called glitch in the matrix. And it's devoted to stuff like that about like people that that have seen like discrepancies in reality that uh, would indicate that like this is all a simulation or whatever. But so like that you know that's a theory like people think that it's just a it's like a little time glitch, you know that that gets relived, and then like everything straightens itself out, and then like you're back on track, you know, and then things move on. Um, that's I intense. I like like. Either one of those explanations, I'm totally cool with. Like, yeah, I like enjoyable. that stuff. Well, I, I and that's why I wanted to bring it up because, um, you know, I haven't met the person yet that has said like, "Oh, this is exactly what it is." I've done my extensive research and blah 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 blah. Most people don't even elaborate. Like, usually, it's uh, more like what we talked about, which is just the the old like, "Oh my gosh, I totally have deja vu right now," which. By the way, in French means uh, already seen or something like that. Now, after I said it out loud, I feel like I doubt myself. Do you have a definition in front of you? Um, Having seen or French for yeah, French for already seen. Already seen, yeah. So nice job. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, that and that I've known for a while too, just because again, I I've kind of been personally intrigued by it. Um, so uh, yeah, so people say that and they just move on with life, but I'm an overthinker. And it's part of the reason yep. that we're both here right now because we yep. overthink and like to elaborate on things that don't really need to be <laughs> elaborated on. Or maybe they – I've never thought about that before, but you're right. The whole reason we have this podcast is because we both overthink yeah. a lot of things. Yeah. Well, and, and I like to believe that our listeners, like the faithful listeners, the one that stick around, listen to you know 75% of our content, is a lot of the, that, that listener base is uh, the overthinkers and – the dreamers and overachievers and the top one percent. Hey guys, right. thanks for being here. <laughs> you see what I did there? You just you just placed us all in a very elite I group. Did, and I did. Yeah. Like I decided to just yeah. keep that keep just keep building. No, but yeah. um, 
it's a topic that, again, I, t- I said that when I brought it up. I said five minutes, but we're at ten minutes now. and It's a cool thing, I though. don't know how much further you can go into it without – because there's not a whole lot more to it. But it's cool, right? It's fun stuff. This makes me interested to talk about um, some stuff like that, though. Like, we should revisit – stuff like this again later well you on. said the word simulation and that's got me all freaked out like i wanted to go start googling the second you said that. you know elon musk or ellen musk however he pronounces his name he 100 percent believes that life as we know it is a simulation it's kind of a buzzkill but it's also kind of super cool i like like it's I, fun like obviously i don't believe that sure i have, I have strong views as do i that would that would differ from that as do i however but it's fun it's intriguing when one of the most brilliant minds on planet earth wholeheartedly believes that we're also talking about the man that was part of a summit not long ago um whose sole purpose stephen hawking also was part of this summit whose sole purpose was to prevent the um advent of a skynet type AI that would destroy humanity at some point. Like the summit was for the purpose of preventing the singularity mm. that would cause artificial intelligence to rise up and overthrow humanity. Well, I like these, these are brilliant minds <laughs> that could be spending their time on anything else. And they think it's important enough to meet and discuss that. Yeah. Uh, so, man. so, so we, maybe we are, that's a thing. We need to be careful and space things out, but we've already said that we want to cover like conspiracies, right? Um, obviously, we're both. I actually, I have something along those lines that I wanted to. Talk oh, about. good. Okay, so we'll, I'm we're... glad that we both brought weird things. Well, this no, yeah, cool. we're gonna we're gonna hop right into that. So we're clearly headed down a. Uh, I was gonna say dark path. That's not the word, but we're clearly headed down like a very interesting. Um. I think it's interesting. I think it's intriguing. And I don't think it matters what you believe. It's still fun to talk about and play with different ideas. So I compare it to, like, fantasy football. That's what I was going to say. You know, like, it's not a real thing. You know, you draft these players and you take it very seriously. It causes you to laugh and cry and swear and throw your phone and talk a bunch of trash to the people that mean most to you in your life. And – or some of them do. I mean, it depends on the league you're in, I guess. But – it's fantasy. It's called fantasy football, and it doesn't really mean like how these actual real-life human beings are pawns. And a lot of times for money, how they perform mm-hmm. is going gonna, is gonna to affect your bank account that, <laughs> that week or month or year. Yep. It's kind of like that, right? Like it's, it's, you're not a real NFL coach, but it's really fun to pretend. So yeah. um, I kind of look at it the same sort of way a little bit. Like some of it I don't believe, and I know I don't believe. But it's still interesting to hear other people's opinions and toy with the ideas of what if this was yeah. actually a thing. Yeah. Then what would the repercussions? My my dad used to have a paper out. And um, <clears throat> when I was younger, on weekends, I would help him. And there was a guy that had a radio show in the wee hours of the morning. His name was Art Bell. And his whole radio show was based on like just weird stuff like this. And he would have people call in and they would talk about all kinds of stuff. And that was one of my favorite things. That's like, awesome. Even if I didn't believe any of it, it was just like to hear people talk about I'm actually, weird stuff. And, like, I love that if. your dad was It was really fun. 
I love that your dad was. Yeah, my dad's into that stuff. That's awesome. All right, so we spent enough time. Deja vu, we might revisit it. We've got a bunch of topics we said that we may revisit in the future. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should have, you know what we should do? Like at our one year, maybe we should have like a melting pot episode where all the. Oh, yeah. Like we should just revisit a ton of topics and do like five minutes per topic and knock out. You're like right. Twenty topic. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah, we should. All right. So that. let's uh, let's let's just dive right into your thing, man. All right, man. So mine. Um, tell me if you've ever heard of these things before. All right. The the Georgia Guidestones. I don't think so, man. I don't think I've heard of that. Okay. I. It, this is a weird thing. I had read about these. This was some of the reading that I had been doing. Um, I had read about these online. I just came across it. I was reading about them. And then they ended up being talked about on a podcast I listened to this week, um, just kind of in passing. And I was like, that's it. We got to talk about these things because it's crazy. It's crazy. All right. So the Georgia Guidestones is a granite monument erected in 1980 in Elbert County, Georgia, in the United States. On on this monument, a set of 10 guidelines is, is inscribed on the structure in eight modern languages. And a shorter message is inscribed at the top of the structure in four ancient languages. Babylonian, Classic Greek, Sanskrit, and Egyptian hieroglyphs. So this monument, in June 1979, a man using the self-confessed pseudonym Robert Christian approached the Elberton Granite Finishing Company on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans, quote-unquote, and commissioned the structure. Christian explained that the stones would function as a compass, calendar, and clock, and should be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. The head of the granite company assumed that Christian was a nut and attempted to discourage him by giving giving him a quote several times higher than any project the company had taken. Christian accepted the quote, um, and he explained when arranging payment that he represented a group which had been planning the Guidestones for 20 years and which intended to remain anonymous. Christian delivered a scale model with a lot of specifications. He was very specific on how he wanted this done. Um... And so in 1980, uh, this monument was erected. Now, what's interesting about this monument, um, this guy obviously had a ton of money backing him. Um, and he's, he's claiming to represent a group of people that want to remain anonymous. Okay. This is what they had inscribed. These are the 10 guidelines. It's like basically 10 guidelines for humanity. Okay. Um, and these are, these are written in eight different languages, one language on each face of the four large upright stones. Um, and moving clockwise around the structure, the languages are English, Spanish, Swahili, Sanskrit, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. And the guidelines are as follows. Number one, maintain humanity under 500,000 in perpetual balance. Sorry. 500 million, not 500,000. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Now, like last count, we've got approximately 7 billion people on the planet. Sure. So we're way over that. Yeah. Um, Okay. So that wasn't a ratio thing. 500. I'm really intrigued. I'm listening to what you're saying. That's not a ratio thing. That's that's saying 500 million total people. Every the total number of humans on the planet. Yeah. We should maintain under 500 million. Okay. That's so we're 14. They're kicking this off. We're over 14 times what. Right. Okay. Continue. That's good. Number two, guide reproduction wisely 
improving fitness and diversity. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Unite humanity with a living new language. So they're saying one language for all of mankind, and it should be a living language, meaning used, growing, okay. changing. Yeah. Is, um, I can't believe I've never heard of this. This is awesome. This is crazy yeah. stuff, dude. Super intriguing. Um, number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight. (laughs) I just, I thought of a funny joke, so I laughed right there. Yeah, (laughs) me too. Uh, Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Some of these are very intriguing and I, I do want to talk about specific ones, but we'll get through them. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Mm. And number 10, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Um, so these are the 10 guidelines written on this monument. Um, paid for and commissioned by a society of individuals that have chosen to remain anonymous. And this man whose admitted pseudonym was Robert Christian was the, the front man, the man to commission this thing. Um, he, he bought the land. Um, sorry, the County of Elberton bought the land from a, a, a farmer um, to have this built on. And then the guy signed over the rights to the monument and everything to the County of Elberton shortly before he died. I think it said, um, so, and then there's, then there's an explanatory tablet that talks about how it works as a calendar, uh, and all that stuff, you know, talking about when it was erected and all these things. Um, this thing's huge. It's 19 feet tall. Um, the it's, it's crazy big. Um, it's crazy. So uh, the, the questions that come to mind immediately are who are these people that wanted this thing built? Where did these 10 guidelines come from? Who are they talking to? Yeah. That's literally like, those are the three biggest questions as you were reading that. I was like, like, okay. So, so for, for (laughs) just for reference, right. Um, I'm I I had these uh, figures in front of me, and I I got rid of them. So I'm I'm gonna look these up again. Um, Good time saving sentence. How many? So so <laughs> so we're at like 7.5 billion people, um, which is more than I thought it was, um, on the Earth right now. Right. If you go back to um, let's say, uh, like, let's see, I, I have the thing in front of me here. Um, okay, hang on. I think in the year 1600, we had, okay, here we go. 
Mm-hmm. How many people have ever lived on Earth? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pulling up. <laughs> I'm pulling up the exact numbers because I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to give uninformed numbers. No, you're good, man. All right. Research so here we go. Research. Here we go. Um, at the dawn of agriculture, about 8,000 BC, the population of the world was somewhere on the order of five million people. Um, fast forward to one AD. The world may have held about 300 million people. By 1650, world population rose to about 500 million. The year 1650, we were at the cap, according to these guidelines. Mm -hmm. 500 million people. By 1800, world population had passed the 1 billion mark. So in 200 years... We went from 1 billion, 1 billion, which is a lot, to seven times that. We have multiplied the world's population seven times over in 200 years. When we went from 500 million to 1 billion in about 150 years. Wow. Dude, like how, how is that a figure that I've never heard before? Seems like a big deal. Humanity. So, like, if if you look well, at these numbers, that, it's kind what of does that alarming. Mean for two hundred years from now, if that if that well, thing, it would seem that humanity is growing in numbers exponentially. I was going to say it's obviously exponential. If um, and so like I've I've heard people say like in the past, like anybody, it seems like anybody that that says population control, the words population control. Um, is like a nut. Like people are like, you're crazy. Stop talking about that. That's crazy talk. But like smart people have talked about this, not the least of which being Ted Turner, the founder of CNN. I think the founder of CNN um, was a big proponent of population control. But like the, the alarming thing is we went from 500 million to 1 billion in 150 years and then in 200 years, we went from 1 billion to 7 billion. Like, mm. that's a huge jump. Yeah. And, like, it was growing more slowly when we went from, you know, it, from 1 AD <coughs> to 1650 AD, yeah. we went from 300 million to 500 so, million. You know what that means? Like, even, okay, you know why you said 7 billion? Because in grade school, the number was 7 billion. Like that's, I'm sure they were rounding down if anything, right? Like, don't you remember 7 billion being the number when you were like growing up? I, I feel like growing up, I was hearing like six or 6.5. I, that, that may have been a wrong figure. No, no, no. I mean, I remember seven, but you're a couple years older than me, not a lot, but it may have been a thing that it may have just been a thing that, but that's my point. So check this out. 7.5 is the number I've never heard before, but if you saw that number just now, yeah. It would make sense that exponentially in our lifetime, if we live like a full average lifespan, we're going to see 8.5 to 9 billion, right? Oh, absolutely. I would say like in in my 30 years, like if, if we went from 1 billion to 7.5 billion in 200 years, I would say in my 30 years of living – like with that kind of exponential growth, if it's still growing exponentially, which I don't, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be if it has been for the past 200 years, 
in my 30 years of living, it's got to have, you know, like it, it has to have grown exponentially. And if I live another 30 years, like who knows what, like the alarming thing is it's growing. It's growing, but it's growing more quickly. Yeah. With every, the further day. we go. Yeah. So that, I mean, I was going to say that theory, but it's almost at that point, it's kind of just, if that's true, then it's fact. I mean, it's, it's obviously pretty cut and dry, but if that's the case, but think about this, how's then the, you're saying the world will not, I mean, the world will not be able to sustain that kind of growth forever. There's yeah, there's going to be a point where the world is not going to be able to sustain. Like if we keep growing like this, there will be a point where the world cannot sustain the amount of humans living on the planet which i think is the reason i i haven't looked into this but i i feel like i've heard elon musk talk about this too which is a reason that like he's researching interplanetary travel um richard branson the head of virgin uh like the virgin companies um he's heading up virgin galactic which is researching interplanetary travel like i think these people are trying to figure out how to colonize another planet because they're foreseeing this problem um if you think about this, America itself has about 300 million people living in the continental United States. Which is 200 million less which is, than yes. the, the stones. That's almost the entire quota. Yeah. According to these which stones. America, in terms of the entire world, is so tiny. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Um, there's, I, 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 I mean, I shouldn't just shoot numbers off the top of my head, but like over a billion people maybe living in in china well i mean the reality is that 500 million people spread out evenly throughout the world you're you're not going to see people very often no like that's a pretty big farm per family yeah and yet that's awesome (laughs) like that would be ideal but it's probably not but think about this if all right so if somebody was like all right we're cutting the world population down to 500 million so, you know, like, we're not going to kill anybody, but we're going to regulate reproduction to where we're going to, like, we're going to throttle it down until we get to 500 That's million. a lot of throttling, man, from 7.5 If they million. had done that, if they had done that years ago, I'm going to bet you and I would not be here. Well, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> There's really a real glad, good chance. I'm really glad that's how you finish the sentence because my next words were going to be, also, I'm going to bet we would not be here right now. Yeah. Um, there's a real good chance you and I would not be sitting here having this conversation. You are absolutely right. Yeah. Because we would not have made it into that 500 million no, no way, number. Man. We're not. Um, you might especially have. if they're talking about the have. next one is improving fitness muggins, and diversity. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> um, but like, if, if you're talking about guy production, reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity, I'm not fit and I am not diverse. If we're like, <laughs> you know, like there's enough of me around I think they'd be like, all right, we got enough white guys. We can make some other kinds of people. Sure. Right? No, that's um, that's a good point, man. I mean... Um, and that's just the first one. That's impossible. Of this crazy this, list. This must be why cancer was invented. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I laugh, but seriously... Just, just, the, just the one world... The one world um, government organization. I, I almost brought that up this week, which it would have man, it would have tied in shadows. so well. A deja vu kind of found its place, but um, 
I almost brought up cancer, but I was like, nah, it's too much of a downer. But I feel like there, this is, this is, we'll save this, but I do feel like there are things, diseases and things that were invented by man to regulate man and their ability to survive in this world. So, um, I, I want to come back to this, but I there was one other one that that stuck out on this on this list that I wanted to make sure we talked about. I do want to talk about population control because I do have one more thought on that. You're having a couple little burps right now. I'm just. I did. It was like I had that voice <laughs> bubble thing happening, it and was then a like long I had burps. One. I was just watching, and it. I had to fight through it. I was it. watching it unravel. Um, <laughs> so the other one that I wanted to talk about was number eight. Uh, which again is balance personal rights with social social duties. Okay. Um. So, I would interpret that as kind of a like I I feel like that's sort of a biblical principle, mm-hmm. depending on how you interpret it. Um, but like, stop thinking so much about what's good for you, and think about what's good for society at large. Or other people, um, which means if I have to inconvenience myself, or if I have to take a little bit of "quote unquote" injustice or unfairness for the good of the whole, I should do that. Um, and depending on your interpretation, because this could also be interpreted as a very socialist sentiment as well, um, and I can see that, and that's fine if that's how you decide to interpret it. I. Can you say just it, reading you it, say off it of one list. more time? Number eight. Yes. Um, balance personal rights with social duties. Okay. That's yeah. It's got a Meaning, lot. Of, I mean, if, I just feel like you if do. there's something that I should do for the good of the whole, sure. And it infringes on my personal rights or convenience or sense of whatever. I need to. I need to balance that with my duty to society. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, that, I mean, it, it, it could, I don't think it's a bad sentiment, right? No, I was um, say, it could, but it, it could definitely, be it could be interpreted po- very positive. either of those ways. Yeah. It, it could be like a very socialist That's a whole thing type, in itself, probably. Or a very biblical type sentiment. Right. Um, and, and things like that, the population control, some of this other stuff, uh, the, the one language for all of humanity that Mm. this is, there is a theory that this, this structure was commissioned by the one world organization. Um, just as kind of a, like this, these are our ideas and this is what we want to promote and whatever. And like, you know, this, whatever, like shadow society that's like pulling strings and whatever, if you believe in that kind of thing. Um, I don't, I, Sometimes I don't think that's too far off, but that's a subject for another time. Coming back to the population control, I I do want to say, and I want to get your thought on this, knowing that if, so it would seem, I'm not an ecologist and I like, I'm not an anthropologist. I don't, I don't know the science behind this, but it would seem that if the numbers are growing this exponentially, um, that there will come a time not too far off when the earth cannot sustain the amount of human life on it. Sure. Well, that's the first thing. Um, I mean, exponentially and in the meantime, speaking, when you said that, it, it, 
that it was a big deal in my brain. Because right. And it, in the meantime, happened. we've got like we've got bees being placed on the endangered species list. Like other animals are being placed on the, on the endangered species list, and we know from just history that the the more humankind procreates and propagates and spreads out, the less room that we leave for animals, some of which are very important to our survival. Right. Um, so the the more that number grows exponentially the more the endangered species list is going to grow exponentially. And eventually we're going to push out. (laughs) That sounded wrong. We're going to push out. mm, We're going to push out a species or an animal that's important to our survival. And then that's, that's going to accelerate the timeline. And there is going to come a time when the earth cannot sustain the amount of human life on it. So that being said, like I struggle with disagreeing with the idea of population control. I think 500 million may be a, an ultra conservative number. Um, but I don't know that I necessarily disagree with the idea of population control. And I'm curious about your thoughts on that. Um, man, we're already, in my opinion, just right at or past our time. And I've got so yeah. many thoughts. I'll, give me I, like a I, give me like a nutshell. Yeah, Are I'm you gonna, like totally <clears throat> against it? No, I, I, you could see the you could see the merit. I see the merit. Um, obviously, I think selfishly, I think anybody on this earth right now would say like that they see the merit. That being said, man, it's tough. Like exponentially speaking. It's not good. I mean, not to be a downer, but exponentially speaking, it's it's clearly we know like you know we know for our as someone with a child with a kid like it's not even about my future. It's about like the future of our children, or our children's children. It gets yeah. a lot deeper at that point. So yeah population control yes but the fact that we wouldn't be here or my daughter wouldn't be here if there was a controlled population makes me say like absolutely not like let people do what they're going to do but then there's people that are 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 completely irresponsible and there's just a right so when you say population control um let's just for example legally two children per family or else this dot 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 is that is that kind of along the lines of what you're saying i mean you because you said not killing it seems to me like yeah like it seems to me like that would be what population control looks like right and that i mean that sounds extreme because we live in america where we can do pretty much anything we want within reason and having children is certainly one of those rights and so if somebody's like you every family from now on like is only allowed to have two kids period end of story i think like I'm, I'm there's no you, exceptions I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be really honest i think that <laughs> oh man i think that if there was a law for the for like the nature of just mankind as a whole if there was a law that each family 
I don't know about a law. Let me back that up. If it was highly recommended that each family have two surviving children, and I say surviving because things happen, right? You know, whatever. Right. You lose your kid at four or five years old, then you should be allowed to have another kid. You like that? That's kind of sure. how I, you know. So sure. if you have two surviving children, it should be recommended it just sounds so communistic <laughs> to say it any other way but like I, yeah. i'm not i'm not really opposed to that because casey and i the problem have talked about this and we're like oh not this exact topic but we've talked about like what a, appropriate family size is um yeah. i've got a buddy who's the youngest of 13 and that was a great yeah perfectly normal life for him and his siblings yeah. i've got uh, i know a lot of people who are only children casey is an only child and they were yeah. perfectly happy the way they grew up so I don't. I've got a friend that came from a family of seven. I come from a family of five. So I like I get it. Yeah. There there are, and I I, I mean, I, maybe I'm a little weird, but I think I'm fairly normal. I can kind of function in society. Sure. It's not, well, I don't think it's about. But, I don't think it's about how you function in society as much as. No, it's not. It's not at all. Yeah, as much as it's, like, it's about, will there be a society if every family, right. like if every family that's on the earth right now decided to have five kids? Average. That's too many kids. We would not be here. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. And that's the crazy thing. Like, I no, it's not about how well I function in society. It's about the fact that I'm another person on this earth consuming things, eating food, using my car, o- doing whatever. Oxygen. Like, all, you know, if every person <laughs> on the earth had five kids, sure, all those five kids—that's five cars. We should make it clear that we're not like environmental, like extremist people. No, but this is alarming. It's just for anybody. This is alarming. Like for any person yeah. on this earth. Yeah, this is interesting. Like if every person has five kids, then all those five kids—that's five cars they're going to drive, five houses, five meals, like five fif- families, fifteen meals a day. D- like it's it's. It's mind-boggling, and that's why, like, yeah, we're not one, alarmists. One shower a day is five showers a day, 35, so much water. 35 showers yeah. a week times however many gallons of water that is, which we've covered it, this like, in the past. It's, if it's me, it's a lot of gallons. I yeah. like a long shower. Okay, continue. It's, mind, it's mind-boggling. It's a lot. And it's like, a lot to think about. You know, in the meantime, we're trying to, like, there are organizations that are combating world hunger, you know, and then there are people in, in very privileged first-world countries like America, where people are having a million kids. <laughs> and I mean, okay, I like I'm I'm really not trying to offend anybody. If you have a large family, great. But at some point we gotta knock it off. <laughs> because it's not gonna go well for us. And you're right, like it sounds very communistic and, and like dictator like to say this is a law, you're only allowed to have two kids. Right. But the problem, Tyler, with humanity is that if we say we highly recommend that only two kids Nobody per family cares about recommendations. Nobody's gonna freaking follow that rule. Yeah. No, I know. Everybody's gonna be like, All right, well I'm glad you recommend it, but I'm gonna have as many kids as I <laughs> yeah. want to. You're, you're you're and especially in America because we pride ourselves on being like I don't give a whatever. I'm yeah. going to have as many kids as I want because I'm in America. I can Land do what I want. And then I'm going to stuff food inside of other food and I'm going to eat it because yeah. America. Well, that's you awesome. know, like that second part sounded pretty. I like put. I mean, if you put food inside that's of what other we, food. I mean, that's it. what we do. 
Yeah, you're right. I That's mean, fine. it's it's um, man, you brought up a thing that could just we could just say maybe here, we should come back to this, but we like need to we need to have a whole to me it's alarming other episode. And and I okay, so I'll just say if if any of this is Let's, interesting to you, hey, please look up the Georgia Guidestones. There are there's so much can reading. We, about can we can we uh, no? Let me do this, man. <laughs> uh, we've never done this before. This will be a first time. Can we? Um, Georgia Guidestones, because I want to research a little bit this week, too. Can we Georgia Guidestones Part 2 and come back to this next week? Dude, we're going to have our first part, our first two-part episode? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Let's do because it. Because I want to research it a little bit All more, right. and then next week, I will have more to contribute. And we can we can definitely right. fill up an episode with the rest of this topic. Okay, let's do awesome. that. So, cool. in the meantime, anybody that's listening to this, look up the Georgia Guidestones. It's a crazy thing. And this happened in recent history. This was erected in 1980. This wasn't like from, this wasn't like Stonehenge era. This is like a modern thing that apparently nobody, like I had never heard about it before I read about it. Like nobody knows this thing exists and this is alarming. Yeah. And well, so I think it, it's it, at least worth it reading. It is alarming, about. but I think the big thing, whatever, whoever it was, which again, I'm, I'm really interested to research this. I'm excited about it, but I yeah. think the whole – I think whoever it was would be, like, absolutely thrilled that we're having this conversation right now. Because I think that – honestly, <laughs> That's I, think, probably the I, point. I think that was the whole idea was, like yeah. – they made those guidelines. They were probably, like, obviously nobody's going to follow these guidelines, at least nobody near where we're putting these stones. However, let's get people talking. Let's get people thinking yeah. about the future of this world. So whoever – commissioned this and if you're listening you're whoever commissioned this <laughs> we want out. you to re- we'd love to hear from you here's the thing well you can do the <laughs> rate and review our podcast you can do the, you can do the uh that's previews yeah. all right not a before word. we get to that i have um oh your poem a poem oh wait this is a josh owens original circa i'm gonna say i wrote this probably in 2006 so this will age a decade. This ago. will show the difference in our age because in 2006 <laughs> I was a junior in high school. I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> okay, well that's not that. So, that's not that extreme, I guess. Like no. as as we get a little bit older, it definitely becomes a that gap just complete completely it's a, narrows itself. It's a, in the words of Joey Tribbiani, it's a moo point. It's a moo point. It's a moo point. It's like a cow's opinion that doesn't matter. I love That's what he said. <laughs> I love that so much. I forgot what the punchline right. was, but I'm glad you uh, f- yeah, you threw it out there. Okay, let's go. Read it. All right. Um so this poem, I'm going to I'm going to set the scene first. This was in a college English class. Our assignment was to write a poem. And so in my mind, uh, I'm like, I'll write a funny poem. Like it's just a it's a poem, right? Um, so I waited until 2 a.m. the morning it was due to write this poem. I was hopped well, up. Why would you not? Hopped up. I was ho- I work better under pressure. I was hopped up on energy drinks. And so I penned this gem. Um, fast forward to the, the day it was like in class that it was due. Like our assignment was to write it. And then we had to get up in front of class and, and read it to the class. Everybody that went in front of me wrote these very heartfelt touching very deep <laughs> poems about their family or their dads or like you know their faith or whatever 
And they're all like super, super deep, serious, like very beautiful poetry. And I'm sitting here with my poem on my hand titled <laughs> The Brave Captain Johnson. <laughs> and I'm like, this, I'm going to, this is bad. And then um, shout out to my boy, Matt Martin. I don't know if he listens to the po- this podcast or not, but his sister, Melody Martin, uh, saved my butt because she read, she went right before me. Um, and she read a very funny poem that she had written. And I was like, thank God there's at least two of us. M- in Melody, this class. like Styron? So, married to, to Dave? Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah, now Styron. Um, so here is the poem that I wrote for my sophomore English class in college. Here we go The Brave Captain Johnson. Oh, I'm so excited. <clears throat> Captain Johnson was brave, an adventurous man. For him was no equal air found. And so he contrived an adventurous plan to sail the whole wide world round. To seek out true wisdom would be his endeavor. He'd sail from ocean to sea. He'd succeed in his quest if it took him forever, but not before he'd taken his tea. His ship was the best. No, there was none better. And docks were on seas to be had. But he had no idea on which course to set her. And for this, he became very sad. For there were rumors about that our hero was no seaman of compass and charts he knew nothing. He had never been able to dog paddle even, and was also a poor hand at swabbing. Ne'er a flag he had raised, be it on land or at sea, nor ever patched sails in the bow. But a captain he was, and a captain he'd be. At least twas his fancy for now. So he looked for a crew, he searched far and wide to find just the right men for the job. Men full of courage and vigor and pride, so he hired twelve men all named Bob. Of course, you can imagine the havoc this caused when to do something one Bob was asked. Then at the same time, all 12 Bobs would pause and rush to take on this new task. They'd scurry and grapple and clamor about, each thinking that he was the one. Then when they were spent and all were worn out, they'd realize nothing had been done. Needless to say, the ship was in danger, for now no one was steadying her course. The captain was no help. He and sailing were strangers, and the crew was as useful as a one-legged horse. When she could take it no more, the ship capsized. No one on board could save her. The beautiful ship the captain had prized, oh, how it made his lips quaver. And so he retired, and back home he went to live out his life on the land. All his ambition and courage were spent. He'd no more adventures to plan. For a captain with no sea legs is like a tree without roots and was toppled when the wind came to hit him, or a cowboy who one day forgot to wear boots, so a rattlesnake came up and bit him. The end. Dude. And that is, that is a slice of Joshua's brain that in was, 2006. That was really... I was very intrigued by that. That was fantastic. So um, um, that it had a very similar... Uh, kind of bounce to it as How I Met Your Mother, the sexless innkeeper. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I and uh, like I really enjoy that kind of poetry. Like it's it's the limerick it's, type it's, of it, well, poetry. It's like poetry at its most at its core. Like it's I really yeah. I enjoy it as well. So <laughs> that is awesome, I like man. I re- I read that to Cecilia earlier because I just found it this afternoon. I like I cleared out the last box. Yeah, and I was dying laughing. Um. Not so much because I think I'm hilarious, but laughing at how much of an idiot I was back then, I, I uh, and how much I have not changed. I think it's pre- yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like I think if you said you wrote that right before the podcast, I'd be like, dude, that's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, it's good. So man. That's, that was great. That's fun. Um, 
<sighs> okay. Well, Man. that's that's all I got. I'm excited that we're going to have a two-part episode. Me too. Um, I, I'm so we're going to come back and talk more about bit. this next week. Yeah, I'm excited to research. Uh, I say a little bit, but um, I'll just do a Google search. It'll become a whole thing. I'm just days. Yeah. So uh, I was going to say readers. Listeners, you should read about the Georgia Guidestones um, and come back to next week's episode uh, informed. Or... You and we'll just have a whole discussion. Email us or message us. You could, you could, and, and we you could can talk tell about us it. what you'd like us to cover and talk about. And Josh, where can they do that if they'd like to email us? Or they can message us. Excellent question, Tyler. Um, here's how you can do that. We're at here's a thingcast at gmail um, If you hate email, then you can use social media because we're on there too. Yeah. Facebook.com slash here's a thingcast. If you hate Facebook, we're also on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash here's the thing cast. If you hate all of those and Twitter is what you love, then we're also on Twitter at HTT cast. Um, and if you hate that, then you can send us snail mail. Um, and Tyler would be glad to give you his home address and also his personal phone number. All right. All right. But if you want my home address and personal <laughs> phone number, you have to reach out to me on every one of the, and also rate and review our medias and, and review and give it five stars and leave yeah. a positive review. Right. You don't have um, to, but I'd like for you to do that. But for serious, uh, rate and subscribe um, our podcast. Yeah. We would love that. Maybe, talk man, to us about stuff. Look, I know it takes some work. <coughs> okay, let's talk about it real, just real quick. A couple seconds. Uh, you got to click rate. I don't remember. I haven't done one of those in a long time. You have to click review. Right, you have to. I know you have to click uh, I think it says review. Yeah, you have to push a button on your smartphone. You have to click on your computer. You have to type out. Oh. You have to type out a couple words. Actually, it might even give you the option these days to put like a star rating and not even say words. We do like words. Oh, you can definitely do that. Yeah, we like words though. We do say a lot of words. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw this out. As a just kind of as a last minute thing, speaking of words, this happened live while we were on the air. Um, somebody commented on last week's uh, post oh, fun. Cool. of our podcast, um, Savannah Summer Vaught, and she said the following. Just thought I should let you all know I really enjoy you guys' podcast. I listen to it quite often, and I've actually listened to a few episodes more than once. Thanks for the content. Can't wait for more. Whoa. So... More than thank you, Savannah. More than I wouldn't listen to a few episodes more than she has more. repeated awesome. podcasts. Um, and that's a I I have one podcast that I've done that with where I've listened to an episode more than once, and I'm gonna say I did that with that podcast because I very much loved that podcast, and I feel like if you're listening to episodes more than once, you like it a lot. So oh, thank you, Savannah. Man, thanks, Savannah. Um, that's awesome for that very nice. Uh, comment yeah. that makes me feel real nice. Um, well, we just did two uh, yeah. reviews in one pot. Man, we're great. I had to do it because it was it happened while we were on the air, and so yeah, you know that's had to had to put it out there. That's no, really cool. All right, it's fun. Um, we still got a gig coming up uh, a week from today, as of recording this podcast. If you're listening to this when it comes out, which you will, because you can't listen to it before it comes out, then we have a podcast Dude. coming. Stop with the saying the wrong words josh it's okay i cut you we off right in the middle of it so nobody up. even caught it listen we have a gig coming up we should up. do a podcast with the whole band 
I was thinking that you read my mind. But here's but it can't the problem. Be our next one. Now we have a we, part two. We got to record. We got to record our Georgia Guidestones part two. Maybe we'll record two. This is this is behind the curtains, guys. So pardon us oh, for welcome. a second. We got to record. No, no, you got to Georgia Guidestones part two. You have to bring it down. You have to bring it down. Oh right, right. Okay, so we got to record Georgia Guidestones part two, okay. and then maybe like same day, or. Dude, right in there. I got a better we idea. Also okay, well, let's just do this. Let's just let's do the whole band podcast, and we just get two in the hopper, and then we'll just do two the next week. So we'll skip a week. They got to come back for it. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll it'll actually people will listen in next week, okay. and then we can promote. Hey, if you enjoyed last All week, right. come back next week, and then people have to listen to the I last week. I'm actually covering know, my mouth. I know. Like me people too. can Look, see two me hands. Talking. Two hands. Listen, if. They listen to that one. They have to go back a week and listen to that one to, so that they're caught up. Because you're not going to watch like your favorite show or a sequel to a movie without getting caught up on the first one. That's true. Because that's, that's you're, you're, you're going to just be lost. You're going to be confused. All right. Okay. All right. We're Guys, gonna have to see hey, listen. We, um, we, Josh and I have talked. We're not sure what we're going to do yet. So hang tight. <laughs> yeah. Hang in there. We'll let you know. You'll know when the podcast uploads what we did. So we'll keep it's you, fine. We will keep you... <laughs> In the dark. Um, cool. I'm really excited about our gig. Um, I hope I'm not sick by the time that rolls. Oh around. man, me too. Uh, it's October. What 16th. happens if your voice? If you're in the Raleigh Durham area. Let me ask you this on on the podcast. We're still gonna. What hap- we're gonna. We're gonna. We're still gonna crank it out, man. Yeah. Like if you. What if yeah, you have I was like no a voice? Bit. You're gonna just. We're gonna just play music and. I'll have a voice. I'll have at least a little bit of a voice. All right, cool. You got some notes um, that are gonna be up there, guys. If you want to hear Josh scream out, I mean, beautifully, it's gonna be. It's gonna sound real. Real good, but if you want to hear Josh belt some some Freddie Mercury, oh type, <laughs> no pressure or anything, guys. I I can't get up like Freddie Mercury did. That's not gonna happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go at it like Josh Owens does though. Yeah, which is better. We're gonna see what happens. Well, no. Don't, you don't have to pay no matter what me, you dude. say i'm gonna put you on a just a bigger <laughs> pedestal <laughs> uh but if you're in the raleigh durham area on georgia georgia guidestones on october 16th uh, um come out and see us we're at a food truck rodeo if you're in that area the food truck rodeo is not going to be hard to find so come see us we're gonna start at 12 yep the rodeo starts at 11 but we go on at 12, which is when the party really starts. That's when you'll hear the next Bon Jovi sing his heart out. To rock some, <laughs> okay. <laughs> to rock some faces off. We're going to have a good time. This is when we know it's time uh, to just... It's time to just... We yeah. had a good time. We've done too much. We've done too much. <laughs> All right. So that does it for us. You got anything else, Tyler? I don't, man. I, uh, All right. I thank you to the listeners. Obviously, we say that often, <laughs> but we mean it. Um and yeah man next weekend's gonna be extra special so I I'm we're interested to see stuff. what we're gonna do with our with the podcast with the listeners with the music all the things it's gonna be good it'll be fun yeah we'll figure a lot it out. of fun I, I actually um as soon as we end this I have some ideas about that so sorry listeners you're we're gonna surprise you though with something oh so, surprise I don't good, know why man. I'm still talking like this we'll just say goodbye and then Tyler and I can talk about it we, that's um that's all we got join us next week. Until then, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did.